Hello, I'm Con. And I'm Stav. And, and we're we Eddie, Eddie Nucky. You're listening to Radio Karam. Welcome to episode two of Life for Locals. I'm Nicole and thank you for joining me on Radio Karam. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm keen to explore our local community and bring you information about local events, businesses and people that make our community special. On today's show, I'm joined by Steve and Neil from Patterson Lakes Canoe Club. The club is a not-for-profit and volunteer run and has been running strong with its loyal members since establishment in 1966, which is no small achievement. Patterson Lakes Canoe Club is one of the biggest in Victoria and we are very lucky to have them serving our community. This organisation is helped kept running by two guests today. Neil is the current president of Patterson Lakes Canoe Club and Steve is the head coach with a background as an international masters kayaking champion. He has taken an interest in particular in coaching people with disability, including Paralympics. Welcome Steve and Neil. Thank you, Nicole, having us. Thank you. Much pleasure. Much pleasure. It's uh, talking about our club and how it was formed and what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Stephen Neal, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds. Where did you grow up and what drew you to settle in the local community and join the Patterson Lakes Canoe Club? I'm originally from Hungary. Yes. That's where uh, I, I learned to, to paddle a kayak, actually a canoe. I was about 15 years old and then uh, I, I used to live in Budapest in Hungary and then very close to the Danube, it's a big river running through Europe. And then uh, we used to go down uh, with my mates uh, to jumping into the water. And then we used to watch people paddling past. And then uh, 1972, it was 1968 actually, uh, originally, that's when it, it was a uh, Olympic. And then I see I seen a couple of Hungarians they. Winning Olympics, big, huge, muscly guys, yeah. and then Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was the uh, Mister Universe at the time. And then I said to my mate, that "I, I want to do this. It's you know, yeah. a sport, uh, something I can do." So we decided to go to the local club, and and then uh, I started the sport. Mm. And unfortunately, my, my mate is only lasted for about six months because it, mm. he said, oh, it's too hard. He wants to be a bodybuilder like yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. And then I stuck with the, the sport and then it became my, my passion all my life. And um, I was, as I said, 15 years old. Mm. And then within a couple of years, um, I was a junior champion. Mm. And then... Uh, uh, in a local club, you know, that was pretty much my second home because yeah. uh, my parents only seen me evenings for dinner pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I grew up with the sport mm. and then, uh, you know, while I was studying and then uh, 
doing a trade school, I, I continued my sport. And even when I joined the army as 18 years old, um, it was Hungary, a, a special club where all the young people, you know, top uh, paddlers, they joined to their club, uh, army club. So I, uh, that was my job for two years, basically mm-hmm. training and then representing my club. So I came to Australia in 1983 yeah. and then, uh, you know, I, I didn't speak much English at all, but uh, with a bit of help, I looked up in a yellow page and then looking for a local canoe club. Uh, at that time, we uh, arrived to St Kilda mm. in that area and then uh, looked in a local uh, well, yellow page mm. and then found that this uh, canoe club, it was at Fairfield. Yes. So within a few days, I went down to the canoe club and then I found about four or five Hungarians (laughs) because they came. (laughs) Well, it was unbelievable Mm. because 1956, obviously, it was the Melbourne Olympics. And then back in those days in Hungary, it was a revolution. So Mm. uh, the Russians came in and, uh, Mm. well, uh, helped invited Hungary. Mm. Anyway, so those Hungarians they were very scared to go back to their homeland, mm. and then so they stayed in Australia and then stayed with the club at Fairfield. Yeah. So I was amazing, you know. I'm just looking for a canoe club, and it was for Hungarians. Yeah, you found your community here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then uh, so I, I was a member of Fairfield Canoe Club for a number of years. Yeah. And then one of the uh, ladies said that all oh, these people are training at Patterson Lakes. Mm. That was a time about uh, 1989. Mm. And then uh, I came down to Patterson Lakes. I never seen anybody. Mm. And then um, I sort of changed my pattern from training from in the evening. Maybe I came in the morning or on the weekend. And then suddenly I found a group of people paddled at Patterson Lakes. Yeah, great. And then <laughs> so I, I joined the group and then since then I, I never looked back. Yeah, by the sounds of it. You know, you've been quite successful, so, yeah. Never looked back. Yeah. And then Have you ever, um, just out of interest, ha- did you watch the um, documentary on Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix? Yes, yeah. yes. He, he was my idol and, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you take you strike me as someone who enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I'm never really interested, you know, bodybuilding. Uh, yeah, yeah, we always, uh, you know, exercise mm. in the gym and all mm. that. But uh, um, with uh, with kayaking, it's 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 very technical sort yeah. of uh, sport. People mm. just thinking, oh, just a bit of a paddling. It, it is very technical if you want to be efficient. Yes, and yeah. then you know you, you don't have to be the strongest man on the world, but you will have good endurance, flexibility. Yes, yeah, and prefer a bit not not too much injury. Yeah, of course, like yeah. any elite sport. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so Neil, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, uh, so I grew up um, in South Gippsland mm-hmm. uh, as a school kid. Uh, went sailing on off, off the beach boats at Inverloch. Mm-hmm. Um, then came to Melbourne and continued sailing uh, senior off the beach boats at Black Rock and uh, Sandringham. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, went ocean racing for a, a period of time. Uh, after that came back and... Um, 
uh, started with surf lifesaving at uh, Chelsea Long Beach. Yes. And was at Chelsea Long Beach with my family for the best part of 15 years. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed paddling the, the skis more <laughs> than the, the swimming and I enjoyed the beach running mm. um, and started doing uh, multi-sport events mm. uh, and then thought, well, if I enjoy the paddling that much, I better join a, a kayak club and <laughs> uh, came, moved down the river a little bit and joined the kayak club yeah. uh, with their marathon program, which is, mm. um, you know, 18 to 24 uh, kilometres over a period of about two-hour efforts. Wow. Which... Um, made sense to me from my other sport, which was all three-hour, four-hour efforts, yeah. um, half marathon running and, and bike riding and, and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. So it, it all made sense and um, continued there and I'm just um, now probably paddle more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm again, giving away the, the running to a certain degree and yeah. the bike riding but um, still enjoy all three of them. Yeah. To the same level. Um, and currently we're training up for uh, to uh, third, my third attempt at the uh, Massive Murray Marathon, which is uh, roughly 400 kilometres over five days. Wow. 80 kilometres a day over eight hours a day for five days. Well, certainly so. keeping you fit. <laughs> <laughs> You've done well. <laughs> um Okay, so um, can you tell us a little bit about the structure of the club? So the club is, um, when it started, it was uh, basically a kayak canoe club Mm. Um, and then uh, we were approached by uh, two other clubs, which is the Patterson Lakes Outrigger Canoe Club Mm. um, that uh, paddle... uh, Islander-style canoes, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted uh, a, a, a clubhouse to, to share. Mm. Um, and then we were approached by Peninsula Dragonflies, mm. which is a dragon boat club, a uh, team's boat. They run 20, 20 people to a boat or 10 people to a boat. Um, so we uh, allow them to share our facilities. Yeah. Um, and um, share our um, clubhouse which the uh, kayak canoe club um, invested in and got built um, and continue to to run as the administrating body of Mm. the three of the four um, clubs all community based so we've got peninsula dragonflies pink lotus dragon boat Mm. club and uh, patterson lakes outrigger club and the canoe club. And it works well because yeah. the canoe club is basically in essential single single craft, single per person craft. Yeah. And the other three clubs are, are team boats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're all bonded um, by a share of a love of the water. And yeah. And, and, and yeah. As, as someone from Footgrow said, it really doesn't matter. You've got a paddle in your hand, you've got it in the water, and <laughs> you're all paddling. Yeah. It's just slightly different. And you're all going forwards. Mm. And I suppose people find what suits them and what their favourite. Well, that's right. And yeah. it does allow people to have a look at the other styles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, and what's it like on a day-to-day basis at the club? Uh, constant uh, ins and outs of 
shift workers and retired people and um, training sessions by the, the three clubs um, anywhere from sun up to sunset. Yeah. Um, and it is very flexible. Um, mm. There seems to be always somebody will be mm. uh, tootling about um, <laughs> doing something, say yeah. hello to, and it, 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 it's all, all very welcoming and, and it's all shared. A bit of a hub of activity by the sounds of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and it caters for you don't need another 18 people to go and play a game. You, you mm. can go, go and, and use the mm. club and use your facility, use your boat, mm. um, middle of the day. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Um, so how many members does the club currently hold and what are the main reasons that people join? So our the canoe club membership is hovering around the 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, average age is around 50 plus, um, evenly distributed between male and female mm-hmm. um, and fairly evenly uh, spread between uh, competition flat water paddling, mm-hmm. um, ocean ski paddling, recreational fitness paddling and touring paddling. Um, so that out of the 90 people, there's, there's people with all different levels of, of involvement mm. and, um, as I say, 25% of them would be there just for their mental health and mm. social well-being to switch off and just go for a paddle on the river. Mm. Like it is, it is so relaxing just to go mm. and go for a paddle. I can imagine. It, no yeah. phones. <laughs> no one, no one annoying yeah. you. You just go for a paddle and yeah. look at the birds. Yeah. So yeah. there and is get that, a there that is a respite from your yeah. day and, yeah. and and away from the kids, away from whatever. I, I understand that. A <laughs> <laughs> couple at home myself. Um, so, um, Steve, you have um, an interest in specialised coaching for disability. Uh, what drew you to this area of coaching? Yeah. So basically, uh, paracanoeing started. Uh, around about 2010. Mm. Uh, that's prior that uh, Paracone wasn't really in, involved in like Paralympics and things like that. Mm. So originally started with uh, a, a guy called Donnie Elgin. He was a very successful Olympian in mm. track and field and went to four Olympics. And then, uh, then Perakani sort of started internationally, and then mm. he realized that, ah, I'm a strong guy, fit guy, mm. um, and then why not try paracanoeing? So, yeah. uh, Donnie contacted uh, um, uh, Paddle Australia, and Paddle Australia referred to us mm. because he was uh, sort of uh, lived in Dandenong, so mm. not, not too far away from Parasol Lakes. And then, so Donnie came down, He's, he had a disability born with a uh, uh, deformed leg and, and fingers and, and things mm-hmm. like that. And so I started with him, um, teaching him, uh, put him in a kayak yeah. and then uh, started paracanoeing. Mm. I had to modify the kayak and because my background is board building as well. Yes. So my passion became my biz- business as well. So... Um, I adjusted seats and foot plate and things like that to suit for Donny. And then, uh, yeah, within one or two seasons, he was quite successful. 
Yeah. And then uh, suddenly I had uh, another lady. Uh, she used to be a swimmer. Yeah. And then she thought the same thing, you know, why not start paracanoeing uh, para and, and the mm. same thing. Um, she joined the team mm. and then within two seasons she went overseas to Germany representing Australia at the World Championship, made it to the final. What a fantastic And outcome. then after that we just grew, grew, grew. We had yeah. a lot of people, had background, wheelchair, basketball. Mm. Um, I had a young girl. Um, we we had a, a come and try day, organized mm. a come and try day about uh, 10 years ago. And then she she was uh, she she she's got several uh, uh, cerebral palsy, mm. so she was at the time nine years old, nine yeah. ten years old, and then uh, she had difficulty walking, and then you know physically she wasn't strong enough. Mm. But uh, she joined the club and then uh, joined the, the the training group, mm. and then stayed with us till up until. Uh, two last year, two years ago. Yeah. So she's 19 years old now, driving yeah, wow. car, very <laughs> strong. Yeah. You know, she's got a good job and yeah, fantastic. So what I'm saying, it's uh, paddling can help people with uh, mental or physical disability. Mm. My uh, stepson, he has uh, 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 mental dis- disability, a little bit physical as well. Yeah. Uh, left-hand side, he's uh, uh, much weaker side than the right-hand side. Yeah. Um, he's born with uh, um, lack of oxygen in his brain and then mm. that affected him. And then he's training with us Tuesday and Sunday morning and then, wow. you know, he's, he's really helped his confidence, his... Uh, physical ability, everything else. Coordination, I would assume yeah, as well. Yeah, coordination. So over the years, I was involved with a lot of people with uh, uh, true paracanoeing. Um, we went to Queensland to with Australian canoeing, with training camps and then to Canberra. Uh, went overseas with the Australian team to uh, Italy. Mm. for the World Championship and then one of the lady, Amanda Reynolds, she she won at, at the time in uh, these three different classes and mm. then she, she won one of the class as a World Champion. Oh, so wow, good on her. That was uh, really icing on a cake. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm sure you're just as proud so, as they are. Very proud. So yeah. it's it's give me a great satisfaction when I I can achieve something like that for them, helping them, mm. and then uh, it's uh, it's a fantastic feeling. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it's a fantastic feeling. feeling. Even just listening to it, it's giving me chills. It's great. <laughs> one of one of the things about it is that mm. um, kayaking, uh, to a certain degree, I guess, bike riding. It's a very balanced sport. You have to. Uh, so if you have a a weak one side. It really trains you to to use your whole body. Yeah. So whereas other sports, um, they uh, benefit just your strong side. Mm. So in the case of um, of, of paddling, you, you mm. it's a, a very balanced um, exercise and yeah. fitness. So you you end up being uh, ambidextrous. Yeah, and and fit and strong, and balanced Both, overall yeah. in your body. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, so it's my understanding you've coached two women to the Olympics. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Yeah? Two, two um, so um, tell us about their stories. Well, um, their background. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How they came to, to canoeing yeah. and, and yeah. their journey. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So talking about Amanda mm. Reynolds, mm. She, she had an accident mm. and then uh, she had an operation on her leg but wasn't very successful. Mm. So she was in pain for years and years. Mm. And then uh, she was on medication and then she used to just curl up in the, in the dark room. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, very, very um, thinking of, uh, you know, actually suicidal and yeah. that sort of thinking. And then uh, she decided to have her leg amputated. Yeah. And then uh, after the amputation, she came off uh, medi- medication and all that, so she was feeling better. Mm. And then uh, she heard about para canoeing mm. and then uh, um, approached by... Uh, um, uh, another club actually she started originally and then and she discovered that at Patterson Lakes I had a group you know uh, uh, people with disability and then uh, already up, up and going group so yeah. she came to us and then started paddling with us training with us mm. and then uh, yeah she was very very driven about training and then the goal she wanted to achieve. And then that that's what happened. <laughs> She's, she just followed her dream. Yeah. And then, you know, the club itself and myself helped her to achieve that. Mm. And then she ended up world champion. Uh, she went to the Soil Olympic. She, mm. she won a silver medal. Yeah. And then uh, at the moment she... She was approached by Australian canoeing and then moved up to Queensla- Queensland. Yes, because there is a, a AIS. Uh, they're getting a lot more sponsorship than in Victoria. We don't have for kayaking VIS. Used to be, but we don't have unless you become, you know, a very successful paddler. Yeah. But normally, uh, a good paddler is it gets sent up to. Queensland, yeah, which happened okay. to quite a quite a few athletes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an amazing story, though. Honestly, from going, uh, being in a place of yeah. such despair to really being yeah. able to um, turn your life around and focus on a goal, yeah. um, that in itself is amazing. But to actually achieve, yeah. um, you know, a silver medal and and go on and get get that get success and continue yeah. on uh, sounds like it'll be the love of her life really you know yeah yeah, um, yeah it's a fantastic story and ju- just to mm. add to that story at the mm. moment actually she had some injury she had uh, uh, she broke her wrist so obviously yeah. that's uh, restricting paddling yes yeah, yeah. in a big way so uh, she went actually surfing and then now I believe she's, she's uh, an she went team. archery team and she's going to be representing Australia at the next Olympics, archery. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's incredible. What an incredible woman, yeah. honestly. What a turnaround. Yeah, so it's... Uh, and congratulations to yourself and to the club uh, as well. You yeah, played no small right. part. The club is always behind yeah. these people. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm passionate about the community and that's why I do this show. Um, and 
it, for me personally, it's really great to see that we have these institutions, these people that come together um, yeah. that, you know, really create the most incredible stories and really make a change in the people's lives who live here mm. or that come here for these services. That's um, right. Yeah, so it's it's really great to see. It's yeah. certainly a, a community-based, uh, you know, serving the local community mm. and then uh, anybody welcome you know, doesn't mm. matter what age, what uh, ability, anybody welcome to our club. Yeah. We have the greatest facility, I believe. Um, we have um, we have a uh, unique, uh, amongst the other canoe clubs in Melbourne, we are within 500 metres of the, the bay. Mm. Um, we have the river and then we have the canal system. Yeah. Um, so it... We can always modify where we where we paddle and what we paddle, um, depending on the weather conditions. But mm. we've got access to probably the best paddling water mm. you know, around Melbourne. Um, That's right. The other clubs being based on either the Yarra or the Maribyrnong mm. are very restricted in in just the water that's at their mm. doorstep. That's there. Yeah. Whereas we've got. Good variety. I have to say, we've got beautiful views here too, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, Steve, what do you believe is the most rewarding part of coaching someone with a disability? Well, as I mentioned, that when uh, I can help somebody to achieve their goals and then uh, see them how they fit in in the community mm. because... Uh, it's, it's, it's very, very rewarding, mm. even talking about my stepson, Dean, Dean mm. Garo. He's, uh, as I said, he's got mental and physical disability, but mm. he's, he's a real character in the <laughs> club. Uh, always like to trick somebody, you know, yes. playing <laughs> games, and then we need that sort of atmosphere yeah. and people in, in the club, yeah. you know. It's accepting and it's accepting, um, right. a fun place to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and yeah, I'm sure for you with that personal connection as well, mm. it's great for you that's, to see right. the sport that you love and something that you're involved in help him as mm. well. Um, Neil, for those at home wanting to get involved in the club, um, can you give them a bit more information on what is provided and costs involved? So, um, a general annual membership, you're looking at. Um, around about 300 to 400 dollars a year yeah which is um, extremely reasonable mm. um, and f- with, with 400 dollars you get use of a club boat and mm. um, and really your 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 out your outlay initially is to get some some paddling clothing which is basically bike riding clothing or or mm. similar you know, beachwear um, and a PFD um, and uh, You've got access to the club every weekend um, mm. under supervision. Um, you can uh, start off with just a, a come and try session and see whether or not it's for you and whether or not you're, you're, you're up to it. Long term, I think you really need to it, – it's not a sport where people naturally walk and they naturally run and most people naturally ride a bike. Mm. Um, kayaking at the sorts of craft that we use um, – probably requires uh, a bit of a commitment of at least once a week mm. to, to participate in it. Otherwise, it'll be a very, very long time before you are proficient 
Yes. Most of the, our club members would be paddling two and three times a week. Yeah. Um, and that's just because it's not something you do day to day. Yeah, it, it, there's a skill to there's it. There's a skill to it and it's a skill that needs to be learnt and, mm. and whatever. So that is uh, where a lot of people think that they would like to do it and see it and see that's enjoyable mm. but um, don't have the time available to them to do it. Yeah. So, mm. But, you know, and everybody, as Steve says, it, it's not um, – it's just a, a bit of dedication. It's a skill you need to learn. Mm, yeah. Um, and you could say the same about people who swim in the pool. Most people mm. who swim in the pool swim twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any sport yeah. really, you need to have some sort of dedication to get good at it and yeah, to, to pick right. up the skill level. Yeah. Um, but if you are a non-swimmer, it takes a long time to learn to swim. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so from a safety perspective, what age um, generally can children join the club to get lessons or to get involved? And are there any restrictions on people who want to uh, – any other restrictions? So um, as, a, as a parent myself, mm. um, I wouldn't encourage uh, children under the age – at primary school level, they need to be paddling with a paddling uh, proficient paddling parent. Yeah, understand. At secondary school level, um, so long as the parent is committed um, to supervise mm. and and maybe learn the sport at the same time, mm. it's a it's a it's a excellent idea. Um, um, once you're 15, 16, it, you're you're away. Yeah. Um, you just need to have the commitment and the time available to turn up. Yeah. And. Um, mm. So yeah, um, as a we have boats which suit the the eight year old mm. and the twelve and ten year old, um, but they do need a parent to supervise and be on the water supervision because it is a bit busy waterway with fishing boats, mm. um, and it's very difficult. Um, it's not an enclosed pool or an enclosed environment. Mm. Um, it's it, it, yeah, it's two kilometres of river. Yeah, yeah. Understandably, that's why I asked the question yeah. for people who might be yeah. listening. Well, I, I would recommend as a coach, mm. nine, ten years old. That, yeah, that's a good age to start kayaking. Yeah, if they're interested and yeah, they're, that's right. They're and keenly it, and if previously they'd been swimming as well, that that's a plus. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, uh, but nine, ten years mm. old, and then. You know, as Neil mentioned, the, the club fees and all that. So the club membership, mm. including coaching, mm. and then we got great facilities. We got gym upstairs, a, f- a fully set up gym. So oh, wow. <laughs> we, we're not member any other gym, Yeah. Uh, you know, because we got the fully set up gym, mm. a kitchen, um, a, a room, room upstairs where we have, have hold, <laughs> holding the meetings. Yes, yeah. Um, and and any, any other exercise, we have uh, like a Dragon Boat Club. They have uh, weekly exercise they organise. Yeah. And mm. then, you know, if, for us, if the weather is really bad, we just uh, go upstairs and then do, use the gym. And also we've mm. got pad, indoor paddling machines as well. Oh, fantastic. So, which is so you can still train essentially without the being on the water. And then yeah. Normally, even somebody we taking as a new member, we take him upstairs and put him on paddling machine, and yeah. it's easier to sort of explain the technique how everything it 
it's, it's working. Without the stress factor of falling, falling in. <laughs> That's right. You just have to imagine that you're on the water. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, I, but I imagine that would be quite comforting for a few people when they're first starting yeah, out. Yeah, the facilities yeah. we got Sounds is, great. is just, um, yeah. we got everything. Yeah. yeah, people looking for. Yeah, it's You don't have to up. go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and um, where can people find out more information or contact the club? So they can uh, email us um, and they can find us on the Paddle Victoria website. They can mm-hmm. We've got our own website up, uh, Patterson Lakes Canoe Club, mm-hmm. and uh, there's contact email address there mm-hmm. and phone number um, and just send us uh, or um, turn up on a Saturday morning around – nine o'clock at the club and someone will be there and, and, and mm. send you through. Uh, or a Sunday morning, uh, yeah. 8.30, 9 o'clock. Um, yeah. There's uh, always someone from the committee that's there on both Saturday and Sunday mornings around nine o'clock. Sounds great. I'm assuming you've all also got a Facebook page. That they We've got a Facebook on. page. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find us on the Facebook page um, with our details and contact numbers. Yeah, so we are located in yeah. Launching Way. Yes. Next Better to the lakes. next to the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, as I say, uh, you, it's it's a, a an ideal sport for um, teenagers that aren't or or don't who have trouble um, getting into team sports mm. and team that's mm. not them. So the sort of person that I would think the type of person um, that turns up to, to come paddling is, mm. a, is, a, is the same kid that goes and plays golf or, mm. or um, uh, does some – well, swimming's still a little bit group mm. environment. Um, um, some of the odd, odd sports, archery or, mm. um, you know, some of the individual sports, very, very, very well suited to a, a person who – who is quite comfortable in in doing it by themselves or yeah. or in a small group and doesn't need that team um, football cricket team yeah. type yeah. environment. Um, yeah. So it is a it's a it's a different type of sport, mm. um, and I relate it to I guess bike riding, running, mm. uh, paddling. It's mm. you, 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 the, it, it's something that you do as a as an individual. Yeah. But like you said, has this massive benefit and payoff yeah. for, for mental health and it gives good relaxation yeah. as well as being mm. physically good for your body. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your amazing stories um, and information, Neil and Steve. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Nicole, for yeah. having us. It was a pleasure to talking about our club. Yeah. And then when the sun's Nicole, out. Sun's out. Sun's, Sun's out. out. The Sunny water's Dan flat. Finally. We should go paddling. <laughs> yeah, Please come on like down. <laughs> <laughs> to those at home, thanks for listening. Um, if you haven't done so already, give Radio Caram a like on Facebook or Instagram and keep up to date on your favourite shows or check out the website at radiocaram.org. On Life for Locals, I'm always on the lookout for fresh stories that are meaningful to our community. If you're listening at home and would like to nominate a local person, event or business, please email your suggestions to info at radiocaram.org. Enjoy your day and I'll see you next time on Life for Locals.
Hi, I'm Fiona Lee Maynard and you're listening to Radio Caram, which is what I do whenever I'm anywhere near Seaford Caram High School and Eel Race Road. Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health Will make you feel alright 